I would love to one day be able to say like there's no need for this day anymore because it's it's a norm, societal norm. We no longer need to remind each other to say, hey, you know, let's uh give equal access, hey, let's give equal opportunities because it is already a lived reality. The International Women's Day is celebrated globally on March 8 to commemorate achievements of women. It is ce celebrated in different ways in different parts of the world. WADT is making this important day by talking about women, specifically about how to respect and honour them because they are worthy of them. You will notice something different about our podcast today. Instead of there being just two co-hosts, Hafiz and I, there are four. Joining us are two younger co-hosts, Kevin Goh and Fanny Lim. Kevin was our guest on the previous episode and he will be joining us as a co-host starting today. Although WADT is primarily a podcast on fatherhood and manhood, having a female co-host will add an additional perspective and make our conversations even more interesting. Now, an important fact about Fanny is that she is married to Kevin and the two of them have three children ages 11, 9 and 7. Now, if you want to get to know Kevin and Fanny better, you will find uh, profiles of them on our Instagram and Facebook pages. So welcome to you, Kevin and Fanny, to welcome the WADT podcast. Thank you, Hafiz. Thank you, Parkson. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here. Uh, this time oh. with my husband, that's quite special. <laughs> Have you ever done anything together before? I mean, like, you know, giving talks or work, conducting workshops? Actually, we have. We have done a few, I think, by now. Uh, a couple of interviews and I think we did two, is it one or two? He, uh, Kevin's got a better memory. Maybe I'll let him answer that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so two uh, radio shows. Uh, one one recent with, uh, recently with uh, Susan Ng uh, on Valentine's Day. Or almost there, that period. And another one last year on Mother's Day, and that's featuring a bit more on Fanny. And then uh, one or two uh, others uh, in, our, in our church setting. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so you guys are not amateurs, you have some experience already. So just a brief, a um, little bit more about you, Fanny. Uh, I think Hafiz wanted to find out from you, what do you do in your regular day job? Regular day job. Um, so the role is, uh, spend several types of roles, right? So I'm wife, uh, I'm a mom, uh, a daughter, a sister, of course. And uh, these are my main roles. I do have uh, a, an occupation, which I make a living out of. Uh, I lead a charity, a local one called Daughters of Tomorrow, working with women from lower income families. Uh, and the job is facilitating livelihood opportunities um, for these women that are both accessible and sustainable in hopes that um, their families, their children will have a better tomorrow. Hence the name, Daughters of Tomorrow. Oh, that's uh, straight from the textbook. <laughs> Almost, yeah. You well practiced. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sharing for a few times, you know, you kind of get the like, okay, this is the soundbite and uh, elevator pitch, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed. You know, so it's really interesting that we have you uh, as uh, one of our co-hosts uh, today, it's very special. It's a special day. Today is the uh, you know fourth of March, but we will be uh, you know showing this episode on the eighth of March, 
which is the International Women's Day. Apparently, it's been around for more than 100 years. From you also, why do you think we need to celebrate Women's Day? You know? Yeah, so it's one of those interesting things. Um, you know, sometimes when we celebrate uh, Valentine's Day and we say actually every day should be Valentine's Day lah, or Mother's Day, actually every day we should honor Mother or even Father's Day, you know. Um, so a lot of things, I think it's just nice to have little reminders, um, you know, to build the society that we want to build. So for Women's Day, it's more like, so this year's um, theme is called Break the Bias. So they even have like a, a hand motion, you know, this is like Break the Bias. Um, so I guess there are still um, some way to go for us to uh, address some of these gaps or barriers or biases, uh, even amongst ourselves. Uh, sometimes we might have unconscious biases, uh, certain things that are passed down from, you know, generations before and that we want to create this more equitable and uh, society, you know, that's more just, just loving or, you know, merciful and compassionate, that kind of thing. Um, so why have the day? Why still celebrate it? I would love to one day be able to say like, there's no need for this day anymore because it's, it's a norm, societal norm. We no longer need to remind each other to say, hey, you know, let's uh, give equal access. Hey, let's give equal opportunities because it is already a lived reality. So that will be the dream. Uh, but for now, I think uh, we are still working towards it. And so, yeah, thank you for highlighting this event and also, you know, uh, having this as your theme for today's podcast as well so anything special you do on women's day maybe uh kevin do you do anything special for uh you know penny do i do anything special for her on women's day no because she knows every day is special wow <laughs> wow that's the best answer no no he does he does very special things like he really holds the fort at home uh the days that because during this month it is very busy for women's organization like ours. Um, so like tomorrow I'm working. So this, I think I've got back to back four Saturdays. Uh, and so he, his way of enabling me and empowering me is really to give me that peace of mind to know that the kids are looked after well and that, you know, he's okay taking care of the children. He's not, uh, he's not whining or complaining or he's not resentful about it. So he really allows me that peace of mind to go and do what I need to do, uh, which I'm very grateful for. So that is very special, very practical, very needed, and very special. <laughs> so Hafiz, yeah, maybe yeah. in some ways, the special thing I, let, I do for her is to let her be special. Steady, steady. Wow. Okay, no, no, in fact, I, I think this is very genuine because just before this recording, all right, Fanny, come on board first. Next, uh, where's Kevin? Oh, Kevin is, uh, you know, cleaning up, you know, yeah. some uh, spilled uh, juice that the kids, you know, uh, happen to, uh, you know, uh, spill uh, the, the glass and so on. So really, you know, Kevin, ideal husband. <laughs> well, she yeah, was also yeah. cleaning, but she, oh, yeah, both of us were cleaning also. Lah. Yeah, lah. she never take credit, lah, but she was also mopping there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> work together, lah. we work together to make each other special, lah. highlight each other, you know. Yeah, hmm. yeah I also noticed right. that, uh, yeah, you use the word equitable. I mean, I, I think uh, it's a very much uh, debatable word between equality and equitable. And I think in this uh, issue of women, a lot of uh, such um, uh, terms are being used, you know. So, so what, what's the difference and uh, how do you uh, tell, you know, that for, for us to respect and honour women, you know, uh, how does this word play, play, play about? Equality is a tricky word in the sense that I think men and women are different, um, you know, so the 
uh, we can't really say that you know we want everybody to e be equal. That's almost like communist already, to be honest. So, uh, <laughs> equitable is almost like um, what we consider a more just way of treating people. Uh, so, for example, very I I've seen this this graphic somewhere before, and I thought it was very um, well put together. Uh, that if you have a fence, you know, so there are three people of differing heights. Um, and so there is this fence which is uh, on this level. For the shortest person, you probably need, uh, you know, maybe to stack two crate boxes for the person to see what is over the fence. For someone that's middle height, maybe they just need one crate. Uh, and then, of course, for the tall, the person who's tall, maybe they don't even need any any assistance to look over the fence to be able to see what's going on on the other side. So in that sense, um, equitable is almost like that. That is more a just system. It doesn't have to be all fair because. Like I said, all of us have different starting points. Different people uh, have different access to resources as well. Therefore, it is not to say that, you know, if I give you $100, uh, my, my next door neighbor also need 100 to thrive. Actually, maybe I only need a dollar. Somebody need $1,000, you know. So that's where equi uh, equity to me um, is, is about, that you create that. What is a more just system? Yeah, I hope that explains it. I'm... I'm no English literature major, I must say. So somebody might just come out to your podcast and say, hey, this lady, yeah, she's got it out of whack. But this is my understanding so far. <laughs> I'm open to, you know, learning and relearning. Who knows, man, maybe somebody 10 years down the line might create a new word, a new buzzword and say, hey, that's probably more fair than what it used to be. Well, let's, let's begin by talking about, um, okay, we're, we're focusing on this uh, word called respect or honor. Uh, I think... In a way, they are synonymous, but uh, I guess to different degrees. Um, honor may be more a stronger word, you know, and respect is a more general word that is used. So, before we talk about how you know how we should be respecting or honoring women, maybe we start with the negative about you know uh, what are the ways that uh, women um, would feel disrespected by men, right? What kind of qualities of men or actions by men? would make women feel disrespected. Kevin, want to share? Have you <laughs> shown disrespect in any way? <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I was just thinking about it, just, uh, yeah, uh, about this, this, this respecting thing. I, I, I thought, right, I thought opening the door for, for a, a, a lady or holding the door, for example, is being gentlemanly. But I was told before that, that why are you doing that? Are you seeing that I'm a weaker, I'm a weaker um, uh, species? I'm I'm lesser than you. That I cannot I can open door myself. They kind of thing, like, huh? no way. I'm trying to be gentleman to open door for you, but this person felt that I was portraying that this that, that she's that she's weaker. Like, huh? No way. Yeah. So very funny. So is 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 I was very puzzled by that by that comment. Uh, like oh, opening door. So people will feel disrespected. Like, okay. Like so times have changed, lah. I guess you know. Uh, about this whole gentleman thing and then yeah the, the women actually say i don't need to open door i can i can open door myself i can hold the things my own on my own yeah i can do it myself that kind of thing so yeah a, a bit a bit interesting lah, in, in that in that aspect I, I reckon for me very practical lah. you know for me uh, i think most of us grew up in uh, environment maybe traditional environment you know our parents you know tell us this is the role of men this is the role of women you know and a uh, man is to go to work you know men uh, women is stay at home so I think we have to understand that uh, today's world is, has changed. And uh, for me, my own experience uh, with my wife, for example, um, 
it's always that the it seems uh, women always need to accommodate you know uh to this uh life uh you know arrangements okay so for me i think it's time for men to accommodate as well for example if it's matter of uh, you think that your work is more important all right even if your uh wife is uh, not working or even if she's working she has an, an a, a profession we need to accommodate for example in in child caring not child bearing uh, i don't think we can accommodate to that you know <laughs> child caring you know uh in um, being there being involved uh, even in parenting uh housework i think this is uh to me accommodating uh uh to to women uh you know for because for a long time they have been accommodating to us <clears throat> men yeah that's why i thought yeah no a very practical i i love the um pragmatism and yet you know it really is something that i i wholeheartedly agree with have this yeah the the gender roles you know that uh used to be more defined in terms of women should be doing this men should be doing this um i think nowadays like you said it is a different society in the sense that um so my mom uh was one of those that because she was a girl uh she did not get an education so her parents thought that you know girls don't need to study and then the, send the boys to study instead and so with that kind of demographic then you see you can understand okay then the men go out to work now because you know they're more educated but because currently in singapore's population the number of uh, women graduating from universities are very high uh in fact you know i think we are on par if not slightly more um but yeah still there are certain lenses that are being applied um societal expectations uh, even you know if you go among your relatives and you take a poll you probably find that some people are still stuck in that um kind of worldview that women should be the ones staying home uh, and then the men should be the breadwinner so thank you for that hafiz you know i was just reading a book um, and the book has a very interesting title that says uh loving men and respecting women so this this person is basically looking at history and and observing that uh, in throughout history um, men generally has been respected because you know we are the ones that do a lot of good good stuff great stuff admirable stuff like fighting in wars you know um, sacrificing ourselves to save people doing a lot of good deeds uh, women um, namely mothers you know are loved by their children because they are very nurturing uh, they are the ones who supply food, you know, not, I mean, yes, it's the fathers who make the income, but the mothers who prepare the food and put it on the table. And so children remember that, right? And so children form that uh, association about the provision with um, the mothers. So what he's also observing is that today, at this point of history, it seems to be women are now trying to earn respect, you know, by maybe joining the workforce and you know through their accomplishments and earning the respect and men on the other hand are trying to earn love <laughs> so I, I thought that was a very interesting uh observation in historical background to that and maybe that's where we are heading you know that women are working for respect you know hey i'm equal all right so please respect me as much as you do respect the men right and the men are crying out you know love me in the same way that you love women and love uh, mothers okay because we are the ones who have sacrificed leaving the home to work you know to bring and to, to provide for the family uh, and sacrificing our time with the family yeah, yeah i think in this world there's a lot of i mean, I mean uh, 
Fanny was saying about this year's uh, theme for Women's Day, Inter-Women's Day is uh, no, no bias, is it? Break the bias. Break the bias. All right. So the word bias, the word discrimination, and so on is is very common not only in terms of uh, in terms of gender relations but also racial relations uh, as well as uh, other relationship okay and i think it is due to the factor of identity right who do we identify ourselves with who are, who am i who are we so for me sometimes uh, we differentiate each, each other too much that we forgot that all of us are human all of us have concerns all of us has worries all of us are not the same at the same time, we uh, when we differ, uh, we have problems and you know we we have things that we enjoy in life, and I think one of the things I want to highlight also about uh, respecting women, right? Especially for men. Uh, I mean, men are known to be more competitive than women. It seems, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's not right because I've seen very very competitive women, uh, you know. Um, but for example, in terms of um, life goals, right? So if let's say as men, you know, we want to be seen as successful as a uh, in our in our whatever we do be it employment be it our things that we the cause that we work for i think we, women has also the same thing all right we must have the same dream have uh, the ability to uh, you know achieve self-actualization you know the needs are the same uh, and uh, i think we need to uh, give that opportunity you know to women to uh, pursue what they love and what they uh, the best that they can be like like any man so the problem is it seems so nice and uh, dandy, right? But the reality is not so, you know, because again of how our perception of, uh, again, uh, what is the role of a man or the role of women and uh, the way we are brought up, you know? So we need to sometimes check again our, you know, attitudes, you know, and, and what the attitude uh, is based uh, on, you know? Probably what is based on is something good, only that we misinterpret and we need to unlearn many of those things. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's almost, um, I, it's quite interesting when Parkson shared about respect and love, you know, uh, and I think one of the reasons could be that uh, people tend to, society tends to respect those um, who, you know, the success matrix, right? Like, like people think that, oh, because you own wealth, uh, you own assets, therefore you're successful and therefore I regard you highly uh, or hold you in high esteem because you know uh, I respect you, uh, but then I think this is where um, yeah the caregivers who who are usually mothers uh, a good percentage of them because they are staying home they do not they are not income earners and so with that then there's uh, lacking in that recognition of their contribution simply because they are not remunerated uh, and then the CPF also goes dwindling. So these are very practical um, realities. I remember being a stay-at-home mom for six years uh, where Kevin was working and then I was home with the kids. Uh, and I actually joke with him nowadays because I think uh, uh, Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong in one of his speeches was talking about, um, or was it one of the ministers? He was talking about, you know, maybe husbands should consider sharing their CPF or something to their wives. <laughs> <laughs> then I remember tagging him in the article and saying, hey, okay, time to calculate those six years, you know, uh, you, you got to pay me back for those years. <laughs> right, yeah, was it, was it uh, Lee Sien Long or somebody? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think in Singapore, I mean, we are fortunate in, in many ways uh, that the government sometimes manage things for us. Uh. I think sometimes uh, too much, uh, you know, it uh, sometimes, you know, we feel stifled. But 
you know, at the same time, I think when you talk about, I mean, I'm sure you're joking, but I think the attitude. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I'm not joking, Hafiz. <laughs> I'm still waiting. I need to invoice for this one. Okay, Kevin. You know what to do after this. Take out your calculator. <laughs> so, my point is this. I mean, that, that itself, right? Um, we cannot wait for regulate what for legislation you know for things to uh for people to tell us will be the government you know how do we manage our finances uh for our loved ones all right be it our children be it our wife you know who has done so much you know beyond uh us you know that we, we cannot do things with, i mean you can achieve things without her you know so again you know you think you go to work and you know everything at home you know is uh, taken care by a robot or <laughs> taken care by itself even if, if you are working and your wife is not working and again if you have a, a wife who is uh, working you know then the expectation of a wife or the mother you know is is always uh, you know 24 hours you no know, non-stop while a man you know nine to five after that can you know sit down uh, and watch uh, soccer you know and uh, whenever you ask to do some work you you tell you know you say that no no i'm very tired you know and men or women don't feel tired <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't know I, I i don't i don't see all those things as uh, related to respect um maybe a little bit you know but i think it, it's there's a study recent study that was done in america about the division of labor housework uh you know between uh, husband and wife and what they found is that yes there is a pretty good um you know, good balance of division of labor, except it, it is the type of labor, okay? Uh, men do do things, they, they do help out in the house, but their preference and uh, the thing they kind of gravitate towards and they are good at uh, a certain kind of task, okay? And so so we, we cannot say that, you know, just because, um, you know, men don't, don't do the things that women used to do, uh, then, you know, we are either there's still this gender stereotypes or things like that. Um, so I think every couple needs to work out for themselves what is a good um, equation uh, and how, how it will work best for them, right? Yeah. So, but talking about, um, again, going back to respect, uh, I think uh, one of the things I, I hope to touch on is how do we teach our sons to respect women? You know, when we're talking about uh, all, all the roles and the, the duties that the the men and the women, the husband and wife do at home, uh, and we try to equate that with respect. I think at the end of the day, when we talk about respect, like Parson was saying, um, I think we cannot uh, classify or determine it by the roles or the things that we do at home. We have, the respect comes from recognizing that the other person, whether the husband or the wife, is a person. And so we respect the person because we're respecting a person, not because I respect them because of the roles that they do. Because when the role is taken away, for example, may, may, uh, may not even be a, a, a uh, a choice that, that means the, the the whichever partner or whichever person choose to either just sit on the couch and rest the the, the mother can come back and the tired also and sit on the couch or the husband can do that but if if for illness for example let's say the mother um because of illness cannot do the household anymore then are you going to lose respect for the mother no but because you still respect her because she's she she's the woman she's a she's your wife she's your mother that kind of thing so it's the personhood that we are respecting and not the and not the role or the duty i think that we got to get, get that clear first before we talk about um, uh, um, uh, whatever you're, you're saying in Pakistan, you know about the how can we teach the generation, the next generation? I think it's recognizing that we're we're respecting people, a person. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So, um, you know, a person who 
has the view that you know all human beings have equal value and are worthy of respect and you know dignity and all that they would treat everyone uh, regardless of gender social economic status or anything uh, you know equally that means you know whether you're talking to a barber or you're talking to the president you know you will talk the same way right because uh, it doesn't mean that the president is more worthy of uh, honor and respect than a barber right so for but for some people they have a very warped um, concept of that okay so they would uh, talk to different people in a different way uh right for someone who is more lowly he will speak you know maybe in a very condescending way and to someone who is uh, high up in the social ladder you know he would be very respectful and you know so on and so forth yeah so i think it's uh, based on the values of the person uh, the person's mindset and and things like that yeah so yeah, how do we raise honest, a generation go ahead yeah but to be honest i think uh, all of us are guilty i mean for me lah, okay maybe I, I don't speak for all of us but uh, i think personally i'm guilty um, when I think about what you are saying, uh, that while it is it is true that respect should be a value that we hold, regardless of this person that we are facing, you know, not so much, you know, you've heard the saying like, you know, oh, you need to earn my respect. But actually, um, regardless of whether that person has earned our respect or not, when you give respect, it is who you are as a person. It reflects yourself, your own value system, mm -hmm. uh, that you 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 respect this person as an individual, as a human being, and etc. regardless of the roles this is very true and ideal state unfortunately i think um, like i said personally i will find that you know if uh if we hold an event i've got a guest of honor you know the protocols i go through versus you know somebody uh, a man on the street or a woman on the street coming into the event i treat um they, they are differing treatments sometimes and i think it's it's one of those human nature things that we've got to battle within ourselves yeah yeah so the question is who created those protocols you see and <laughs> and you know it, it's it's kind of a you're setting a precedent and it becomes a slippery slope and so you know people think that oh okay so it is a it's good thing it's the right thing to treat different diff people different people differently uh, and things like that so that, that I'm, I'm just challenging the status quo right now so, <laughs> so going back to your question how do we uh raise an action yeah raise an action right so i think first thing starts from home uh, I mean, as men, um, we need to show the good example, right? Nobody's perfect, but I think we need to be conscious, you know, uh, whenever that we speak to our uh, uh, wife as well as our daughters, uh, we don't come up with words like, uh, no, that's a man's job, you know, that's a woman's job, you know, or for that matter, um, you know, um, have this perception or teach the perception that um, the, the, the girl is weaker, you know uh, not not physically but in in uh the sense that it will not uh, encourage her to achieve what she can achieve uh, best in her life so again i think it starts from home yeah yeah uh, thanks for that i was, I was going to write on, on what fanny was saying about the giving of respect um uh, and whether this person um, deserves my respect some, some people say you need to earn my respect kind of thing right yeah but i think at the end of the day uh, respecting somebody is not dependent on that person but it's actually it, 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 it has to start from us we have to choose to want to respect that person because that person is a person not because oh this person did something wrong or this person is so great that's why i respect this person but i choose to respect so because the, so the respect is actually the, comes from us and the, the, dependent on us and not dependent on who we're respecting yeah. mm. 
and then uh, coming back to uh, Hafiz's point about um, raising children, it does it does start from home. I remember my son saying something to my daughter. Um, can't remember exactly what it is, but he was saying something like, you know, along the lines like, "Hey, you're a girl. You shouldn't do this." Um, I immediately picked it up and I said, "No, is um, regardless of whether you're a girl or boy, you shouldn't be doing this." having a certain attitude, whether good or bad, um, you know, should not be have differing standards just because you're a girl and you're a boy. But you actually, if you observe, it's quite common. Like girls shouldn't be speaking so loudly, should be sitting properly. Does that mean boys can be shouting and then also sitting anyhow? It's a very interesting, um, I mean, I just, <laughs> because I, I work in a women's organization, I'm very, um, I think, attuned. Uh, well, I wouldn't go as far to say that, you know, oh, there's a war against women, but I do think that some of these um, uh, traditional way of life has been passed down. And if we are not careful, actually, we might be perpetuating it as well. Sometimes, you know, I myself also sometimes will be like, oh, you know, maybe it's not so ladylike. It's like, okay, <laughs> you hardly say like, you know, that's not very guy-like or that's not very, I don't know, boy-like or stuff like, it's usually, hey, that's not ladylike, you know. So it's certain things is actually all subconsciously already. Yeah. So while while we talk about things start from home, but today I think um, everyone has uh, this tool, you know, as well as uh, access to information. So does our children, you know, so do our children. So again, media is something that we need to be careful about whenever our children are exposed to it. I mean, one example, I've spoken this before. There's one time my daughter was watching a Netflix movie I mean, it's a series, you know. So when I said, uh, why are you watching this? Actually, the title is uh, N with an E, you know. So it's, in fact, I said, no, I, I got it from uh, TikTok, you know. So I sit down with her, I sat down with her and watched the whole, the whole uh, series with her. And lo and behold, I was thankful that I did that because a lot of uh, values are being shared, you know, in that, um, in that, in that, uh, you know, movie, all right, such that I think uh, it, she will have her own, uh, interpretation of things not only that you know then uh, i would not know what she, her thoughts are so as we go along watching that i was asking her a lot of questions uh, uh, but at the same time uh, i was trying to you know uh, educate her along the way you know mm. of what i think about some of the ideas being put forth because there was like so many um ideas about um uh, i mean american history basically so <laughs> the whole american history was put into that whole uh, series no? <laughs> so a lot of things to talk about uh, to her being 15 year old at the time. Yeah. I think another thing that uh, parents can do, particularly fathers can do for their sons, you know, uh, we, you know, there, there's this general con uh, idea that, you know, uh, every child, especially boys, uh, they, they need a hero, right? Uh, they want to model themselves after someone else. So, of course, that's why America came up with all these superheroes. And uh, besides all these superheroes, there are other kinds of heroes, right? Someone who sacrificed themselves in battle or whatever. Um, yeah, or, or landed on the moon. <laughs> so a lot of these heroes happen to be all male, right? Uh, so that's not, not, not wrong in itself. But the, to balance it out, I guess the other thing uh, that can be put forth to the child and letting the child also know that there are also women heroes. And I think that's the direction the world is going because um, I've become more aware of uh, movies that are made recently about uh, women. Um, all right, that one, for example, the, you know, the three women who were part of the NASA team 
you know that uh, was so good in their mathematics and you know there was that was a day bef- the, the, the days before the com- computers all right and so they had to do my mathematical complex mathematical calculations uh on paper with pen and paper and calculators right um and then recent one i watched was harriet about this black woman who was uh instrumental in freeing a lot of slaves from the south and things like that so i think it is going in the right direction i I think we just uh, need to um bring it to uh, to the boys so that they also get to read such uh, stories and biographies and you know so that it registers in their minds that women are also capable of achieving great things and many have uh, and they can be also heroes not just to uh, women not just to girls but also even to boys yeah I, I love it the media influence is definitely uh, an important one especially when children go into teenage years uh, in the formative years when they're younger I think the role modeling aspect is very important while the parents can teach uh, but what the fathers model after to their children is actually I will say very critical and very crucial um, the fact that uh, you know I respect Kevin and Kevin respects me uh, it speaks a lot to our children uh, and I remember I will I will remember to pause and, and uh, re- remind my sons you know I said look at how your father loves me and look at how much he loves me he looks out for me and he da 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 does this for me uh, and so I make make sure to know that I appreciate uh, my husband in front of my children uh, and he in turn also is somewhat a, a PR specialist for me he speaks well of me even though I, I work um, you know sometimes till nights I work on weekends uh, for events and so he he actually you know speaks well of me and tries to remind them about me as well that I love them and and all of that yeah so that's very important the role modeling of respect um not just teaching the children but also how we relate to one another as spouses mm, yeah I, I mean uh yeah i i echo that um thanks for the affirmation there but i also I also hear uh, of, of uh, some um negative role modeling actually yeah of how um yeah some fathers the way they treat their wives or the way they talk to their wives so when the, these are mutual friends and then they go Go, go to their homes right and just have dinner then he, they see they observe how the husband is interacting with the wife they are actually appalled and then they are wondering oh no the kids are actually observing this behavior the way he talks to his wife that way yeah so i think these are things that we can start from home i guess on the way we talk to our wives the way we talk to um uh, females uh, in, in that sense that they are equal in in, in value as, as persons uh, and, and and how we relate to them uh. Yeah, just a minor correction. The, the, the show is called Hidden Figures. That 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 NASA show ah, is okay. called Hidden yeah. Figures. Yeah, but I think we talk, we talk about uh, elevating the women a little bit because, like, the, you know, the society seems to be at war with women, maybe right, and, and then discriminating them and then treating them like an asset. Then like, like they just uh, use use them, use the women, no, use the women, and leave them at home or use them, use their bodies and then dump them kind of thing. You know, the way they treat women like that so 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 loosely. But we also must be careful not to elevate them above the men. Because uh, then, then there will be, be, be a problem there again. Another problem. I the, the the thing is to, to put side by side, right? It's side by side. It's not uh, it's not one better than the other. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good way to so called uh, end this podcast. Huh? I mean, it's not about men versus women. You know, it's it's about women and men coming together. Women and men. Huh? Sometimes it's a men, women, him and her. You know, her and him. <laughs> so all this sometimes it can be a bit tricky. Yeah. Huh? Uh, and uh, just just to to remind all of you that uh, Captain America has also has Captain Marvel, 
Captain Marvel is a lady, and apparently Captain Marvel is stronger <laughs> physically than Captain America. Maybe you know it came out with the American, uh, you know, f- you know history and so on. <laughs> but again, this uh, we need to understand that all this media does play a part in uh, teaching uh, us and our children uh, yeah. all this uh, conception, perception, understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a good good discussion. Thank you all. Uh, so once again, let's wrap up by congratulating, or is that the right word? Congratulating all women. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. Did I say it right? Celebrate. No. <laughs> and it's a day to celebrate. It's a day to celebrate for all women and men, actually, because I think like what we recognize that uh, to for society to grow stronger together, it's not about elevating one gender above the other. It's really about uh, recognizing the potential in each person, the value as well, and uh, how we can support, sponsor, enable, empower. Just yeah, just know that it's not about um, yeah. What if my wife or my husband gets ahead of me? You know, it's not a competition. You know, there's no, there's no. Uh, it's it's almost like this pandemic season. You know, it's like everybody should get ahead. We nobody should be left behind, kind of thing. Everybody have that in, innate potential to grow i mean when we were first in our mother's womb you know there's nothing it's it just a dna is in us to grow and develop you know not i i'm pregnant for three times we've got three kids right you know there's nothing i can you know once the, the seed is inside it just keeps growing on its own similarly i think when we are we've come out we are all adults right now we are still growing and so it's how can we help and enable each other to grow and because we will become better for it yeah thanks well for reminding said. us yeah and uh, how can we not respect only women and all of us come from a woman yeah <laughs> <laughs> all of us are mothers right who are now you don't have mother you know yeah, yeah. so uh, i think uh, yeah Hab- Habis, you know what you said huh you know what you say is actually what my mother used to tell me uh about uh domestic workers you know the the foreign laborers uh the the domestic workers she'll always say you know yeah, we, we must always treat people well, lah, you know. Everybody also got a mother one, you know. <laughs> so she always tells me this in Cantonese, lah, I, you know, she speaks to me in dialect. Uh, but yeah, it, it is a very true statement. All of us come from a mother, so we are all worthy of respect simply because lah, we are humans. Lah. <laughs> mm. That's the baseline. Yeah. Thank you. This is the WADT Podcast. And thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like, follow or subscribe so that you will not miss any episodes. Share the link to this episode with someone you think that will benefit from it. We want to know what you think of this episode too. Please feel free to share your comments on one of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. You can also email wearedeadstu at gmail.com if you have a question or need help. Till next time, this is Hafiz and Paxson signing off.